The Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler, episode 23, entitled The Nine Woes of Choosing a WordPress Theme for Your Personal Brand or Business Website. Welcome to the Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler the show that helps you build a life-giving personal brand and business. I believe the chaos and confusion around branding, marketing, and business strategy leads to burnt-out leaders, underperforming businesses, and life-draining brands. The best way forward is to connect your branding, marketing, and business strategy together so you can become a better leader, build a stronger business, and bless the customers you serve. Welcome to today's episode of the Brand Ed Podcast. We're going to continue to talk about your website. Websites are super important to your business, to starting and running a personal brand or a business. We all know that. We also, usually most of us, have some level of anxiety around thinking about websites. They can seem foreign. They can seem intimidating. So while we know they're important... It's not uh, for a lot of us. It's not something we necessarily love to do or think about it. it it's kind of a necessary evil. And so that's what we're looking at in these uh, several episodes. In the previous episode, we took a look at seven myths around WordPress. And while there are lots of great things about WordPress, there's lots of misinformation about just how challenging it is to uh, use WordPress as a platform for your personal brand or your business website. So we're going to continue talking about that today. And today we're going to dive into the nine woes of choosing a WordPress theme for your personal brand or your business website. So by the time we're done with today's episode, you'll be able to kind of see and understand and recognize some of the pitfalls in what seems like Maybe the fun part, which is, hey, there's all these great themes out there. I'm going to pick a theme and just hit the ground running with my WordPress site. So let's jump in today and look at the nine woes of choosing a WordPress theme for your website. Now, I've stated this before, but again, WordPress is a great platform. It works for tons and tons of businesses. Like I said, I've built lots of websites for clients on WordPress. But I just think there's also a lot of misinformation out there about just how challenging is it? How user-friendly is it? Do you really have to have it? Is that your only choice if you're a personal brand, you know, serious about growing your business and revenue, or are there other options? And so we're going to dive into the nine woes of choosing a WordPress theme. Anytime you have a WordPress site, this usually is the first thing you have to wrestle through is what theme am I going to use for my personal brand site or my business website that I'm hosting on WordPress. Now, I call this whole set of problems, I call it the theme park woes. Imagine with me that you're going to a big theme park, someplace like a Six Flags or a Disneyland. And while those can seem really, really fun, if you've ever been to one of those when it's crowded, when it's hot, man, that can quickly go from something that sounded so fun to something that's a huge whip. And the same thing actually happens with WordPress and picking a theme. So these are the, the theme park woes. 
Okay, and the first problem, the first woe is, as you know, I mentioned it in the previous episode, it's literally just picking the right theme. Like, how do you know if this is the right theme for you? It's kind of like picking a theme park out. We lived for a short time in Southern California. There's all sorts of theme parks we can go to within, you know, an hour and a half drive from our house. There were I don't know, four or five or more places we could go and, you know, just picking the right one because it's expensive. It's going to pretty much eat up your whole day or maybe even weekend, depending on how far away it is. And I I just remember that at the time we just had two young kids and I can remember that kind of anxiety around, wait, isn't this supposed to be fun? And then you get there and you see the packed parking lot, you know, the line getting into the park before you've even bought your tickets and you can you can quickly start to feel overwhelmed. And this happens a lot with WordPress sites when you're trying to pick a theme because there are. It seems like an infinite number of WordPress themes out there. And so there's this anxiety that starts to happen around, did I pick the right theme? And there's all these factors you have to consider depending on the kind of business you run and what you're trying to do with your website, because those those impact what themes you should be looking at, what themes, you know, to kind of take off your list. There's all these factors that you have to consider. You you have to consider, you know, are you going to be blogging and what about performance? How and how will this theme affect your website's performance and speed? What about the, you know, security and some SEO stuff? What about, you know, errors that might pop up with a theme? How do I how do I handle that? What about if you need something particular like an online store? I'm going to sell you know, some products or some digital products, or maybe I'm a, I want to have an online course. All of those things now impact, well, what theme should you pick? Is your theme going to work with the other pieces of your business and your website that you need it to work with? Like, you know, if if you're thinking commerce, a com- uh, probably the most popular plugin is WooCommerce. Will your theme support that? So all of those decisions get lumped in with just picking the right theme and one that, you know, is going to look right and work right for you. So that's the first woe is just picking the right theme. And I just see that question probably the most, you know, it's, did I pick the right one? Or I see it on different groups that I'm a part of, you know, online groups where they're asking each other and everybody's got a different opinion and then somebody will go do it and see what, you know, someone else suggested after they've already bought their theme and they're like, oh, I already bought the other one. That that's just one of the woes, right? It's it's just like going to a theme park and going. There are so many people, so many rides, so many places we could go. We only have so much time, you know. Oh my gosh, what what do we do? Where do we go first? Where do we go next? How do we plan this out so we're not just running around this massive theme park that we paid so much money for, you know, wasting time. So that's one of the woes. Woe number two is how much you should pay for that theme. Or should you not pay? Should you pick one of the free themes? So WordPress has themes that are free all the way up to, you know, ones that can be quite expensive. You can buy one that's kind of in your niche, like it's a theme specifically designed for, you know, an author or an online store, commerce store, or a blogger or something like that? Or should you put, pick one of these kind of multi-purpose themes that, hey, this will work for, you know, any sort of business 
um, which route should you go and how much should you pay for that? And that's another woe is trying to figure that out. But here's one thing I want to add there that makes this even maybe more of a woe than maybe you would think about. And that is when you think about how much you should pay for that theme, you need to factor in the time you spent searching for that theme. Maybe even the time you wasted, because you can spend hour upon hour in all sorts of rabbit holes chasing down different themes, looking at them. You know, do they look the way that you want yours to look? Do they have the different features that you want yours to to have or not? And so while themes aren't necessarily super expensive, you might find a you know really nice theme for I don't know, 35, 45 bucks, 130 bucks. It can it can vary quite a bit. But just factor also factor in the time you're spending. Like if if you factored out your hourly rate of, hey, this is the, you know, the numbers I'm trying to hit. When you start to divide all that down by hour, that means I'm really looking for this. How much time are you spending searching for a theme? Because that actually gets factored in how much something costs. And again, one reason we spend so much time on that theme is back to woe number one, because we don't want to pick the wrong one, because it's not as simple as just popping these things in or out. And if you're paying for one, you don't want to go buy one, you know, toss it aside, buy another one, go, nope, that's not going to work, toss it aside. So that's woe number two. Woe number one, picking the right theme. Woe number two, how much you should pay for that and include how much time you're spending looking. How much is it costing you as you're out looking for the for kind of for the perfect theme? Woe number three is once you've bought that theme, again, back to our theme park analogy, it's just finding your way around that theme. They all work different. They're organized different, whether they have like a kind of WYSIWYG builder and you pull these different blocks in or it's entire pages and you kind of, you know, plop a pre-formatted, pre-designed page in there. All of them are different. And depending on your experience level, you... You know, you have to find your way around the theme. How do I tweak things? How do I change colors? You know, there's... All of them are going to tout and promote, hey, you can, this theme is easily customizable. Even how you customize a theme from theme to theme is different because they're, they're monkeying around with some stuff under the hood and, and trying to make that simple for you, you know, to, to, to make those changes. And so how they do that for each theme is usually different and sometimes quite different. And so you just got to, kind of orient yourself and find find your way around the theme. I, I can remember, I mentioned we lived in Southern California for a short time. We had two really young kids at the time, and I had a buddy that grew up out there who had uh, one kid at the time that was similar to kind of right in between my two age kids. And he took me to Disneyland. And this guy had been like a thousand times, loved Disneyland, and it was like a some sort of VIP meets special ops experience when he took me. He's like, I'm going to take you. I'm going to show you how to do this theme park. And it was ridiculously amazing what he knew, like where to go, where to stand, when to go buy the ice cream, um, what rides, in what order, these little shortcuts and back you know, paths in between things to get from kind of one section of Disneyland to another section of D Disneyland. 
it was magical and literally like unforgettable. I'll never forget that. And every single time we went back before we moved, we, we ended up getting a season pass and went, I don't, I don't remember how many times, but lots of times, because we could just go for a couple of hours. We could drive up there, or even my wife would sometimes just take two kids, drive up there because she knew exactly where to go, when to, when to go, to even if we just wanted to go do, you know, seven or eight rides, it wasn't that big a deal. And that's, that's the way it is with a WordPress theme. You've got to, it's like a theme park. You've got to know your way around. And the bigger that theme is, the more flexible it is. Again, flexibility means there's more stuff to learn. There's more places to get lost. There's more places to, you know, kind of hit a dead end or hit a wall. And so that's another woe of any sort of theme. Buying a theme is you've got to, you've got to learn your way around the theme park. And that can be, a headache sometimes that can that can really be a time waster as you're trying to figure out how do I do this in inside this particular theme? How does this theme handle it? Okay, so that's the first three. Picking the right theme. It's kind of like picking the right theme park. You're gonna spend money and time. You don't want to go to the wrong spot. How much should you pay? That's another consideration when you're going to a theme park. It's the same thing with a WordPress theme, and you need to factor in the time kind of wasted or spent searching for a theme and and getting that theme up and running. And then number three, woe number three, is finding your way around the theme park. It's just like one of those big theme parks. When you don't know where you're going, you can get lost and you spend your time trying to just orient where you are compared to, you know, the rides that you paid the big money to go to go ride. Okay, so theme uh, theme park woe number four is when we're talking WordPress, it's those plugins, right? It's lugging those plugins around your theme. Kind of like in a theme park, you'd be lugging small kids around a stroller. I can remember doing that. I remember once we moved from Southern California, we moved um, to kind of the middle of the country. We went to one particular theme park that's about a four and a half hour drive from where we live. And it's like set in kind of, uh, you know, some some mountains. And we had one kid in a stroller at that time. And I can remember almost anywhere you go in that theme park is a major hill up or down. And by the end of the day, pushing that little kid around, you know, <laughs> these Mountain paths and a stroller, man, it begins to to be a whip. And that's kind of what it's like when you start adding plugins and getting those plugins to work with your themes. You got to make sure it works with your theme. You got to make sure when when the plugin updates, it doesn't break your theme or when the theme updates, it doesn't you know, stop supporting the plugin and stop working with the plugin. And so those those plugins and getting that all lined up can become a hassle, kind of like pushing a little kid in a stroller around in a theme park all day. We said last time, we just mentioned, remember, anytime you add a plugin, while yes, there's a plugin that can do almost anything under the sun, every single one you add adds more potential power, but more potential headaches. It adds security issues. It it adds um it's another place that your WordPress website can now break and not work the way you want it to work. And so lugging those plugins around with your theme 
it's one thing to just think about the plugins, but you've got to think about both of those in combination together. And so that, that becomes woe number four, okay? Woe number five is kind of like at a theme park. When you go to a theme park and that theme park is either missing that one ride or you didn't get to go on that one ride or heaven forbid the one ride happens to be closed for maintenance or whatever the one time you go to the theme park and that's what i find a lot of times with these themes you go get a theme for wordpress right and you're you install it and then you you start to create your personal brand website or your business website and there's one thing you want to do on let's say it's on your home page and you want to add this one block like you've seen on someone else's site or um you know you've just had this in your mind like I want, right here is where I want to do this and your beautiful wordpress theme that you paid money for has like every bell and whistle under the sun except this one thing. And that will almost always happen. It'll have like 85% of what you want, but there's the last 15 or 10% or so that it won't have that block or module or that capability or ability to do that one thing. And again, it's kind of like going to a theme park and I cannot believe we went the whole day and we didn't get to go on the mega tarantula super roller coaster of death ride or whatever, because it's brand new. Right. And the line was six hours long or something like that. That's what it's like. That's one of the woes. When you pick a theme, it is very unlikely that that theme, once you get in there and start messing with it, that it actually has every single thing you need it to do. It'll usually get you like almost all the way there, which is almost more frustrating than not getting you that far. Like it'll, you know, almost leaves you like just a mile from the house. It's like, look, I would have rather not taken the the seven hour trip than take seven hour trip, get six minutes, six hours and, you know, 38 minutes away and then have you pull over and go, yeah, you got to figure, you know, walk the rest of the way. Good luck finding it from here. So that's one of the woes that can miss that one ride. Like it just needed the theme to do this one thing. And you usually don't find that out right until it's too late. You've already put the blood, sweat and tears. You've built it up. You've hit that one spot where you need it to do something. You go hunting for the block or the module or whatever in the theme only to realize, uh oh, it doesn't do that. And then you're, you know, you're left with a dilemma and a choice. Do you hire somebody to code that for you or, uh, do, you know, do you start over and go find another theme or do you just scrap that and say, well, I guess I won't do that part of my site. So that's another woe. Okay. Woe number six of the nine woes of choosing a WordPress theme for your personal brand or business website is there's no fast pass option when it comes to updating your website. I don't know if you've been to one of those theme parks that has like the fast pass thing, certainly not during a pandemic, but again, back when we lived in Southern California and would go to Disneyland, I I remember when, you know, we discovered the magic of the fast pass and the way the fast pass works at one of those theme parks is you say, Hey, we go, we're, we're going to want to go ride this. Usually it's they're around, you know, popular rides. So we want to go ride this big popular roller coaster. 
you go grab a fast pass that says come back between, you know, 1.30 and 1.50 p.m. this afternoon. And essentially, you don't have to sit, stand in the super long normal person line. You can hop over in the fast pass line. It's much shorter. It's much quicker. It was just a way for the theme parks to kind of manage and mitigate and control the flow and kind of traffic around some of those rides. And so they call it the FastPass system. And when it comes to your site, if you have a WordPress site and you got your theme, and like I tell people, usually you can you can think that you're going to have to do something with your website, like update it, anything from kind of mid-major revision all the way to an, a new overhaul. But usually between every three to five-ish years is just a rough estimate. Because your business will grow, your personal brand will grow. You'll be doing things three and a half, four years from now that you're not thinking about doing right now. And your website, therefore, will need to reflect that. And once you pick a theme, right, a WordPress theme, particularly once it gets three or four years old, you can imagine technologies changing all the time. These themes are changing all the time. Kind of WordPress, or excuse me, website trends are changing. So, what was really cool and hip, you know, that theme, um, it, it changes four years from now. And so you're like, hey, I want to, you know, make some changes to my site, including a new theme. And there's no, I mean, technically on WordPress, you can just swap out themes and say, hey, I, I installed a new theme. Instead of using theme number one, now start using theme number two. But once you've actually built your site, you've done some of that customization of the theme, right? You've gotten some things up and running. Uh, it's not it's not as simple as just, oh, flip the switch to a new theme and everything magically works the same. Uh, there's no fast pass for updating your site. Usually you, you in many ways have to kind of deconstruct and start over when you swap out that theme, particularly if your website, you know, begins to grow and gets a little more complex and you do any sort of customization or anything moving from one theme to another then can become more, uh, more of a challenge. There's no fast pass for updating your site because any modifications or custom tweaks, right? They're not going to hold over. Um, it's not just going to, scoot straight across when you swap themes and go to a new theme because now it's time to update your site. Okay. Woe number, what is this? Six? No, woe number seven. Sorry, that was woe number six was the fast pass. Woe number seven of the nine woes of choosing a WordPress theme. Woe number seven is thinking about back to that plugin weight and security. Okay, so we said it's kind of like taking that baby stroller around um, and, and lugging that around in your stroller. When you start to add plugins, right, it bogs down the speed of your site. So when you choose a WordPress theme, part of what you're choosing, right, is all the, of the code that goes with that. And there are certainly WordPress themes that and WordPress theme developers that take that responsibility, you know, seriously, and they make sure that the code underneath it is very, very clean. It's it's minimal, right? There's no excess junk. Um, you can think of it kind of like in terms of of writing. You can write 
with, you know, too many fluff words and say, for example, hey, that that 500 page article could easily have been said in 280 words if you would have just, you know, paid a little more attention and streamlined some things. The same thing is true when coding any of these themes. They're written in, you know, PHP code and all kinds of stuff's going on underneath the hood. And there may be four different ways to to do something as a programmer or a developer. Um, one of those might be more more challenging. It might take you longer, but produce a cleaner result that uh, is faster uh, than another route that you could take to get the same results. And the problem is for most of us, right, we're just mere mortals. We don't deal with all that stuff. And so you, you, you're choosing a theme or a plugin, not knowing how is this actually going to affect my site's performance, okay? So plugin weight is, hey, when I just add this plugin, which on the surface seems so, you know, straightforward and easy, oh, I need a plugin to do to show a picture gallery or to do something like that. I'm going to go find one. Oh, this one looks pretty good. You plop it in, you check it out and go, oh, cool. It, you know, nothing broke. It works with my theme. What's, what can be hard to gauge is how much weight did that add to your site speed? Okay. Because that's usually written by, you know, a completely different developer or development team than whomever you chose for your WordPress theme. So you may pick a theme where they've done a good job of making sure the code is clean and it's optimized and it, you know, moves along real quick so that when someone hits your site, the site performance is good. You've got to then keep that same thing in mind when you start to think about plugins that you're adding to make that theme ultimately, you know, work together with the plugins to do what you need it to do. So there's the woe of the kind of plugin weight and the plugin security. That's again, like going to a theme park and you're thinking when you, especially when your kids are younger, you've got that dilemma. How much stuff are we going to, of all the stuff we need for our little kids, you know, how much are we going to try to cram into the stroller? Um, we don't want to get out there in the middle of the theme park in the middle of the day and go, uh-oh, we don't have, you know, his blankie or whatever. And now we got to make the 90 mile track back to the car to go get it. Um, at the same time, you don't want to get out there and go, hey, I'm it's it's two in the afternoon, but I'm ready to leave because we've I've been toting around so much stuff. This is ridiculous. It would have been easier to move our house here than it would be to try to take a stroller and two little kids. Like you see those families that no kid is in the stroller. The stroller now has just become a shopping cart that they're pushing around with all their stuff. And the same thing can happen with the, you know, with the plugins in your theme on WordPress. The thing can get so heavy that that uh, it really affects your site's performance, which ultimately, you know, you may not know it or know enough to know it or not, but will affect your business when people go, ah, that's too too slow. It took me too long to get there. All right, woe number eight is, uh, this is an interesting one. This is the woe of, hey, let us make the website in our image and in our likeness. So if you know the beginning of the Bible story, that's where this one comes from. And here's what that means. It's the woe of you go pick a template or theme, a WordPress theme, and... um 
what what you'll end up, you know, let's say this theme has a sample homepage or a sample about us page or a sample, you know, feature page or product page or something like that. What you what I see over and over again is um let's say you're making the homepage and you you're about three quarters of the way through. You got your theme, you're loving it, you're using their you know, the the homepage kind of template that came with that theme. You get about three-fourths down the page, and it's got some cool animated, like, three-column counter. Uh, and maybe it's the theme, you know, built in the theme, kind of the, the, the way the demo showcases it is three columns that have these cool animated numbers, like over one million copies sold, over, you know... Uh, 12 different lang- books been translated over 12 different languages in, in the, the you know, 100,000 copies sold number animates and the 12 different language number animates or something like that, right? You see those in this theme and you get there when you're actually putting your website together and you're like, well, you know, I don't know that I wasn't really thinking that I needed some content to do that. But that looks pretty neat. Their little animation they came up with, that looks pretty cool. and so. It's like buying a new house that's bigger and you wind up with one room, sometimes even two rooms that you're like, we, you, you buy the new house, it's bigger and you're like, we don't have anything for that room for the, for those two rooms. You know, we needed to go from whatever three bedroom house to a four bedroom house because the number of kids, it just so happens that the new four bedroom house we bought has, you know, an upstairs bonus room and a blah, blah, blah. And you find yourself going out and buying more stuff to fill the new rooms. And that's what it's like with these website uh, WordPress themes. They'll have pieces in there that you, just because it's there, you start to now morph to the theme instead of the theme working and morphing to you. So you you start filling in the spots and spaces where you're like, well, the theme has a spot for this right here. I wasn't planning on it, but I guess I'll put some content in there. And in my opinion, right, that's the tail wagging the dog. And it just happens over and over again because I bought this theme and so I guess I need to use it. So that's woe number eight is kind of let us make this right. And it's, hey, we're going to go to the theme park. This is the theme park equivalent of that family that we used to see all the time at the end of the day at Disneyland. And man, they would just be whipped and worn out. Both of the kids are passed out. You know, one's passed out on dad's shoulders. The other, like, uh, he was taking a piggyback ride. Now he's just literally falling asleep on dad's head. And the other smaller kid, mom's cradling the smaller kid. And that kid's passed out. But by God. They're sticking around to the end of the night to see the Disney parade because they right this is their family vacation and they paid like three thousand dollars to come do this. And that's what that's what happens when we get the Hey, I bought this theme. I'm already in here. This block looks neat. I'm just going to stick something in there because I have the theme. OK, the last woe is that. Usually, like a really well done commercial, honestly, for a theme park, uh, the theme park never fully delivers on the dream they sell in the marketing, right? We know that. We're we're marketers here. We understand that game. It's It may be great, but like when you go to one of those theme parks, 
It's great. It's not so great that you never, ever need to take another family vacation. Like, that's it. <laughs> you reach the pinnacle and literally satisfied everything such that you will never need to do it ever again. Not true. We And we know that. But this is what happens. Here's what you need to know about any any one of these themes. The reality is those themes, as wonderful as they look when you bought them and install them for your personal brand or business site, that theme will always fall short. And what I mean is I've literally never, I've, I've seen these almost 20 years now. When I first started messing with websites in 2001, I have never personally, I have never seen a website that uses a theme, in this case, a WordPress theme, where the end result ever looks as good as the starter theme that you bought or installed. I have never seen a personal brand or business go by a theme, no matter how wonderful that theme is, and then put their stuff in it and have it ever look as good as the theme when they bought it. That's just the reality. It will never ultimately be able to deliver on that. And that's just a woe that you need to be aware of. So there they are. There are your nine woes of choosing a WordPress theme for your personal brand or your business website. If you've got questions about your website, hey, hit me up and I will mention them because, again, we're going to take a look at this. I've got some cool things coming. I'm going to do a webinar around this to talk about, well, you know, what makes a great personal brand website. And so I'll put a link to that in the show notes. I don't have that all built out yet. But I'll put a link so you can go ahead and start signing up and just say, yeah, send me the info. I'm going to do that. I don't even have it scheduled yet, but I'll do it probably that second week in December of 2020, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, so I'll, I'll just throw at least a sign up page so you can get on the waiting list and then I'll shoot you more details. Um, so make sure you go take advantage of that. I'll put that in the show notes. It'll be at RobbieF.com forward slash webinar. We'll just keep it super simple. And at the very least, I'll throw a sign up page while I still am getting those different details together. Well, thanks for joining me on today's episode. I hope those woes kind of make sense to you and and maybe clear the way as you're trying to figure out what to do next for your personal brand website. And again, email me with any questions you have about your website and go to RobbieF.com forward slash webinar and get signed up so that you can know exactly what the perfect personal brand website looks like. Until the next episode, Thanksgiving is around the corner. Hopefully you're starting to feel thankful. And uh, in the meantime, until we meet here next, go and build a life-giving brand. Mm-hmm.